Okay. Lucas Rush. Hello. Or oh, real name, Benjamin. 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 Ben, but, but it's too weird to call you Ben, so we just we just call you Benji. Um, Luke, I'd Benji. Have liked, I'd have liked Benji actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never stuck though. I tried to change it to well, not change it. Like, I tried to get people to call me Benji for a while, and it, like one person did. Yeah. <laughs> it I tra- used to really confuse me. Uh, like, because because I don't really like Kevin. I think it's really like why I don't know. It's just like it's always the go to comedy name in anything. You what? know, like you know, like. Kevin oh, the Kevin teenager, and, Kevin, Pe- yeah, or okay, like, Kevin and Perry, or like, what's that colourful bird in in Up? You know, the Disney Pixar movie, Kevin? Kevin. It's always like, mm, <laughs> be careful of Kevin. You know, it's like it's always that like comedy name. So I tried to, and and Kev's a bit like, all right, Kev. All right, Do you Kev. when somebody says what's your name? Does yeah. it feel weird when you say Kevin? Kevin. Yeah, a bit. That means because you're not a Kevin. You don't identify as a Kevin. Yeah, you need to be honest with who Every, you are. Everything in me wants to say like my name's Rocky or something like that. Something then really. Do cool. it. Change your name to so, Rocky. One time, like when when I first joined um, the Burn the Floor yeah. dance show, um, uh, one an Aussie guy out there, Daniel Gosper, he, he he called me Kevy, and I thought, yeah, that's I it. think that's it because it sounds a bit like Rocky. It's a bit unique. Yeah, it's like alternative. Kevy. It's yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of like, you know, Johnny or yeah. Robbie Kevy. or yeah, Kevy. So I tried to have everyone call me Kevy for a while and some people still do. Some people call me Kevy and I always really like it. And sometimes I go, all right, I'm Kevy. Like, oh. But then it, I feel cringe after I say it myself. Okay, well then you're and not Kevy either. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's the reason I changed, I, I changed from Ben because I mean, I was seven when I changed it. But um, <laughs> he was seven. Was seven. My mum. Don't a phone identify call. with Ben. <laughs> I, I imagine you've always been that kid. <laughs> My, I think I was. Yeah. My mum got a phone call from the school to say he's not. He's being very naughty. He's not answering to his name. And she said, "Well, what's what's he what's he saying?" And they said he wants to be called Lucas. He's like, well, call him Lucas then. <laughs> Brilliant. He's fully in support of it. Yeah, it's my second name. So I yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I used yeah. to, when, when, like, you know, when you, you were a kid and you used to have to go around the room and say what your name was. Yeah. I, when I said, I mean, even now, ask me what my name is. What's your name? Ben. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say it without saying. I just like to say as well, though, I don't have a problem with the name Ben for anyone no, else. No, no. I just, I say it and I'm like, Ben. Ben. Yeah, but Benji. Kevin. Yeah, do you know, like it? Just yeah. feel, it doesn't feel so Lucas. I feel like that's just yeah. it's, that's me. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Lucas. Do you think I'm a Benjamin? A, ben, a Benjamin? I don't. Benjamin. Like. I but can who see. actually says Benjamin? Yeah, no, you would never say it. No, What's your name, be Benjamin? Ben. No, you just yeah. say Ben or Benny it's far too or Benji. Many yeah, yeah. Benji is kind of cool. Benji would suit me, I think. Yeah, but not 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 Ben. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's names out of the way. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who, who don't know or haven't seen the show or haven't seen Lucas in some any other show that he's been in, uh, we're in Rock of Ages. At the time of recording, this is Lucas's last week of Rock of Ages. We're left. here in, in Sunderland. And um, yeah, you're basically the star of the show, ah. the, the, the narrator. It's like even my, my mates come and watch the show and, and I go, how, how, how do you like it? Um, and oh yeah, 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 loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, I, I was like, did, did you think I was all right in it? And like, yeah, 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 you were good. What's him who, who plays Lonnie, the narrator? He was uh, class. He was, he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a superstar, isn't he? Yeah, and it's sweet. like, well, yes, he is. <laughs> he absolutely oh. is. Um, so I didn't prepare loads of questions for you right. because we've shared a dressing room a few times on this tour, yes. and we always just end up deep in conversation, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. putting the worlds to right, yeah. chatting stuff. So I thought it's going to be fine. Like I, I, I don't want this, want it to feel like. Uh, so, 
when did, what was your first musical? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and, and feel like that. I thought, yeah, let's just... Cool. Um, well, I think we've started well already. Yeah, we? yeah, absolutely. But I thought we'd just sort of have a bit of a chat just about basically, um, like obviously your career, but also just the nature of performing. That's right, what okay. I want my podcast oh, cool. to be about yeah, mainly. Yeah, yeah. I know okay. like everyone that into it, it goes off in lots of different yeah, of directions. Yeah, of course, of course. But, that's, but no, starting that's... with the theme of just like, just sort of performing. But so... I want to, mm. let's, we might as well just start in the beginning. Yeah. Like, when did you start, like, as, as a performer in any capacity, like, and, cool. and sort yeah. of why? Well, it was about the same time I changed my name, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was in a, um, I went to quite a rough school in Hackney, um, single parent mum, uh, rough school in Hackney uh, called, it's got a really <laughs> posh name, actually, but it really was a rough school, <laughs> De Beauvoir. <laughs> <laughs> the Beauvoir. <laughs> Went to the Beauvoir. Manic, it was. <laughs> it was, it was. It was a, yeah. <laughs> That's really, cool. really tickled me. But anyone who knows Hackney will know the Beauvoir area um, is near um, Dalston. And this is, and I'm not talking about Dalston now, I'm talking about Dalston, word, how many years ago? Long, long time ago now, before it was trendy. Yeah. Um, so it was not. Um, it, it was. It was quite a rough area. Anyway, so I went to school there, and my auntie bought me. I was really unhappy. Really unhappy when I was when I was really little. Um, no, I wasn't. That's not quite true. Just at school. Just mm. at school, I was very unha- unhappy. Um, but um, my aunt bought me this tape cassette of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, with, awesome. J- with Jason Donovan and uh, and. Lindsay Hately, um, and I just absolutely, I did not stop listening to it. I absolutely adored it um, and became really obsessed with it. So my mum one day took me as a surprise to go and see the show. So that was my introduction to musical theatre, was watching Joseph at the Palladium. Oh, nice. Um, and I, to this day, with I Jason remember... Norman. Yeah, with Jason yeah. Norman. To this day, <laughs> I remember... I to see it as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to this day, I look back and have a very strong memory of really wanting to know what Jason Donovan's chest felt like. Okay. And, <laughs> and I wanted to be, I wanted to be Lindsay Hately. So, I mean... <laughs> So it started from then. <laughs> okay. Um, but what, what were you hoping his chest was going to feel like? I don't know. Like? It just looked really... I just really wanted to know. You know <laughs> there's nothing weird about it. I mean, it no. is weird. But I just... I have a really strong memory <laughs> So not a lot has changed, basically. Jason Donovan's chest. But... Jason Donovan's chest and being Lindsay Hately. Those were two of my ambitions. Um, but anyway, I went to see <laughs> Joseph. Absolutely loved it. Uh, and then randomly this is a weird story there was a um uh in this school i remember i was queuing up to go to a to get back into the classroom and there was this woman called penny i remember her name was penny um the older kids had been asked to stay behind in in um assembly uh because the teacher jeremy rowe wanted to um he was holding auditions i didn't even really know what an audition was yeah um i was seven seven years old was holding auditions for uh, Tosca, the opera, at the Hackney Empire. Right. So some of the bigger kids could audition. This woman, Penny, came over. She must have known that I was, I, I loved musical theatre, like I loved Joseph. Yeah. She came and tapped me on the shoulder and she went, go and sit with them. 
So I went and sat with them and said, anyone who wants to audition, come at the break and we'll sing some songs and if you get the part, you'll be in the show. Mm. So I I went and I got it. Um, Can you remember I, what you sang or? No, it was just, he, he would like play a couple of notes on the oh, piano right, and, and you just went, yeah. Yeah. back yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got it. So I was just a, a, there were four of us, I think, um, like choir boys, okay. choir boys and girls in this uh, opera. And um, uh, yeah, I re- this is quite cheesy, but I will never forget walking on stage at the Hackney Empire at the age of seven and looking at the auditorium and going and th- thinking to myself, this is, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm. I will never forget that. So that, whenever I'm having a bad day or, you know, because this job is amazing, I absolutely adore this job, but like everyone, you have bad days yeah. and you're on st- you're, it, it Sometimes, very rarely actually, especially on this one, it can be a challenge. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're just not in the mood. But I always call upon that memory of me standing as a, as a kid on the, the Hackney Empire stage, looking at the auditorium and saying, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And it, that always gives me the little sort of spark that I need to remind yeah. myself that I'm doing what, I, what yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Looking, so. look at, looking back and about what, what you wanted as a kid yeah. and then being, feeling grateful about living it a now. Seven, living a seven-year-old's yeah. dream. I mean, that's, yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah. So I feel like I've, I've sort of stayed being a seven-year-old I, for I my often entire get told, um, like a, a mentor of mine um, often, often tells me like when I'm in a bit of a rut or if I'm, if I'm like, I'm anxious and I'm like, oh, and this isn't going right and I really want to do this and I don't, I don't feel like it's happening. Um, he says, do you ever just stop and like have a look at what you have done? Yeah, you have to so do that far, sometimes. Like, like what, you've, what you wanted before yeah. and then how it's come to fruition and you've done it and you've done this and done that because and then just appreciate the it for a minute. Yeah, because otherwise yeah. what's the point? If Although you're never... always chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is great in a way and I guess that's why we do keep working and why mm. we do, I guess, I'm going to say... Yeah, well, yeah. Why we're why we're succeeding? Yeah. Saying inverted commas because of course it can it can stop at any point. That's mm. the the scary bit. But um, obviously that desire to always know what's coming next. And, yeah. Uh, and I have been out of work for a while, and it's 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 horrible. It's really really horrible. Yeah. Being out of work. That's I, It's yeah. Uh, uh, I think. I mean, have you? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah ab- ab- absolutely. There's there's been times when I was just like I was just getting fired from from job after job normal kind of office jobs trying to sustain my dance career yeah. and i was like basically looking in my wallet and i've just been fired from another job i'm looking in my wallet i've got a lesson i've got like four lessons tomorrow mm. i already can't pay for two of them i'm gonna mm-hmm. have to blag it with a teacher and say like can i give you the money and then oh there's been a problem at the bank i'll have to give you the money on my next lesson mm. or, or something and i can either i've, I've got my car here i can mm. either use this bit of money on petrol to get back up to my nan's house yeah, and, yeah. and, and sleep there. Mm-hmm. Or I can stay down here, find someone's couch to crash on. Mm-hmm. If there's no one there, I'll sleep in my car yeah. and then I can afford two of my dance lessons tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I spent loads of time, like just sleeping in my car, basically living out my car and, yeah. and having no work and, and just, you know. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's why for anyone who listens to this, who is, who, who wants to do it, you really have to want to do it. Like you yeah. really have to, that's the main thing. I, I yeah. don't, I don't know how anyone can be, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. I don't know how anyone yeah. can be in this industry without that burning desire to do it. It's not so, all glamour, is it? It's oh, just like, well, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. People think we, we just live these sort of easy showbiz 
glamorous lives. And no, it's, and and, it's not it, like that. But it is great. I mean, it's oh, yeah. so worth it. And I'm so, I think, reminding reminding yourself that you're really lucky to be doing mm. what you're doing. Yeah, it, it's true. But also, it is it is hard work. There's no there's no two ways about it. Yeah, it's really really hard work. But so you'll you'll uh, recall looking at the Hackney Empire. Yeah, when you were was it seven? Seven. Yeah, and also and also I I do think about not on this show because the uh, kids aren't allowed. Although we do have kids coming see anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but when yeah when I'm having one of those shows and I just think imagine the little kid who's in the audience who's watching this and thinking yeah. I want to do that one. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be a disservice to them to, yeah, to do a, yeah. a, 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 a you know half-assed show. Yeah, so. you're so you're doing it for you because you love it but also you're serving them or you're inspiring yeah. them or entertaining them and yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I don't even know what it I don't I was thinking about this the other day like what is it that I love about I I genuinely don't know what it is that I love about theatre, but I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. Even when I don't like it, I love it. Like when I go and see a show and I'm like, oh, no, it's not for me. I still love everything about it. I love just sitting down in my seat about to watch a show. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something so magical about it. It's like, um, what is it? I don't know what I it know. is. I don't know what it is. When I hear, I have this thing like when, I, when I'm going to watch a show and suddenly like uh, as the lights go down and you hear like, you know, in those shows when, when they have, you hear the orchestra go, yeah, yeah, before a show starts. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps every time. I get yeah. this like surge of excitement. Yeah, I know like, exactly what you mean. Like, I yeah. don't know why. It's just this like, there's something sort of, I suppose it's cliche to say there's something magical about it. I was just going to say, like, no, but it's true. Yeah. There really is because, you know, there's not when you get older. There's not a huge amount of magic is there in the world, and you realise that yeah. that you're not going to fly one day and all that. You know, so any little bit of magic that you can hold on to, I think, is is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and so I was talking to um, Stacey Dooley about it, about about theatre and stuff, and um, and I was sort of making a joke. She'd been telling me about the latest documentary she'd be doing, and she yeah, just. Yeah some proper harrowing serious stuff and she yeah. sees some horrible stuff that goes on in the world yeah and i was sort of laughing because i was going wow you like what you've done is really incredible like yeah. w- w- what you're doing and talking to these people and you know stuff that i can never imagine myself doing yeah. and, and 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 i was laughing because i went i basically uh- shake my ass for a living <laughs> really yeah. basically like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. other bits to it but i'm basically yeah. an ass wiggler for, <laughs> for a living a very good one though. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone all right um but but then she fired straight back and 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 she went yeah but you can't you can't downplay the importance of what you do and i went well, what do you mean i'm i'm playing and you know and she's like yeah but i think sometimes people get on their high horse about um you know not not all the important stuff in life is just dealing with the crap or dealing yeah. with the difficult bits. Yeah. Also, people just want to be happy. And escape. And that yeah. Escape people, and people, yeah. Have a bit of joy and a joy, bit of... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's no, so it's, important and you're providing that for people. It's. Re- I do think it's important to remind yourself of that sometimes. Because it, it, there is a... I went through a phase, actually, of, of, of feeling quite... Um, I went through a phase of feeling quite selfish, uh, but like realizing that I was selfish. So I remember saying to my friend, I, 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 everything I'm doing in my life is all about me. And right. I know that we all do that to an extent because mm. we, we have to obviously look after number one in a way, but 
my job requires me to be to be really self-absorbed mm. i'm getting my own i'm getting my headshots done i'm you know getting a website and i'm and it's all lucas rush me 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 yeah uh, you go and you're, you're you're making yourself a product and it can feel really um it, I, I just went through a phase of feeling really like uh how can i think how can i word it like I needed to give something. I needed mm. to give something. Mm. I needed to give something back. I needed to, I wasn't, I was just very selfish. I felt like I'm such a selfish person. Right. I'm just so focused on me all the time. Mm. Why am I so focused? You know, and I think yeah. there's a danger that you can, that you can get into that headspace. Yeah. But actually you are giving something to, to other people too. Like people, the, the joy people have when they come and see this show. Yeah, exactly. At the end, you see them at the stage door and they are genuinely like so happy. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, we come out and we forget, like we come out and we're like, oh, I've got to go and catch my train. I'm gonna, and it does feel like that sometimes. But then you see them and it reminds you that you are giving something. Mm. You are doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and luckily for the most part, we enjoy it too. It never really feels like work. It never no, really feels like no. work. Even when, even when it, I have those hard days that I've spoken about. It's still not work. I've sat on, I've sat in call centres and been on the phone. Yeah, I've sat too. in office jobs. Yeah. And that to me is That's work. work. Yeah. This yeah. is not work. So yeah. I had I, to catch myself yesterday because I was doing that a little bit. I, I um, like, because yesterday we had to come in for some extra rehearsals and, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, sorry God. about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's your fault. <laughs> That's my fault. I was like, God, we're going into the last week of the tour and we've got the new guy coming in just for that last week. Which means we all have to come in for some rehearsals, and 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 I was saying to my mate, yeah, we got, God, it's, it's it's a bit annoying. We've got to go in for these like re- rehearsals during the day, and then I caught myself and thought, but right now as you're complaining about this, you're sat outside like outside of Starbucks. Yeah, it, it's beautiful weather. Yeah, people are inside in their offices, and you're yeah. just sat outside having a coffee in this beautiful weather, and you're complaining about you got to come in a bit earlier. You have to be in at half past two in the afternoon, yeah. like. To, and when you get there, you don't have to call people and sell them gas and electricity. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to get there and play and but, sing. You know, I think and, you're. I think you're and me. I think we're really lucky that we have those moments. I think a lot. Some people don't have those moments of mm. of realization that that they're really lucky. Mm. I mean, we really are lucky. I mean, look yeah, at the documentaries are. that Stacey does and whatever. It's it's. You see, there's some of the other stuff that's going on in the world. I mean, we we to be doing what we're doing effectively i am and you're an ass wiggler and i'm effectively still a seven-year-old you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's i mean we're we're incredibly lucky yeah doing that and i think yeah i think it's good that we can that we remind ourselves of that we're good people yeah Kevin. And, Kevin. Like, and like you say, yeah all right, Benji. um and, and like you say like you see people at stage two afterwards like at the end of the show every night in this in rock of ages there's you know however many people are in there a thousand people or, or whatever um all singing and dancing together mm. to like don't stop believing I mean, all having a great time what is that about like, what all, do we do we're all into one place for lives. everyone to go yeah i and mean that's what art does i suppose better yeah. than anything else art and sport i guess yeah is the the, the things that will sort of unite people all into yes. one area to go yeah and well, celebrate say, and have a great time and don't they say like um during times of recession and stuff uh and times of war um and like the entertainment industry doesn't die. Yeah. It, it, it in some ways, um, gets, gets bigger. Because people need it. Because people need it. And people, yeah. yeah. And that's their, their go-to. So, 
Yeah, it is. It's an amazing thing. It's so true. That yeah. that moment at the end, even when you have had one of those shows where yeah. you're tired and you're just like going... Th- Again, I very, very rarely feel like I go through the motions on this one. But, you know, there have been shows where you go through the motions when you've been doing it for a really long time and you sort of press play. Um, uh, that moment at the end with the, with everyone singing... I mean, don't yeah. stop believing of all the songs as well. Yeah, it's like yeah, everybody yeah. loves that one, yeah. right? Yeah, it's such so a it's brilliant... It's such a it feels wonderful so feeling. Yeah, it's great. It yeah. really is great. It's true. It's really true. Okay, then, but like, I'm, I've already gone. I'm like, my head's going off on seven different tangents at the moment. Let's do um, more. But like, th- one thing that I'm really fascinated with, and I, I thought I'd build up to this later, but let's let's just get into it now. Let's go for it. Um, so we're talking about people all jumping up and down, singing at the end of the show. Don't mm. stop believing. Um, and it, and it's this wonderful moment. Mm. Let's say, for example the audience aren't doing that. Like say it's a bit of a quiet audience mm-hmm. and they're not up on their feet. They're not singing and dancing. They're not cheering. And it's, you feel like it's one of them shows that has been a quiet one. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's you know, say it's a Wednesday matinee yeah. somewhere where, the, and they're just, they might have really enjoyed the show. They might yeah. not, we don't know, they're, yeah. but they're just quieter. Yeah. How does that play out for you? Because for me, I find it really tough. Oh, it's really hard. Yeah, it really is hard. It really is hard. And I think anything, like I was saying earlier, anything you can do to remind yourself that there's one per there might be a kid in the audience who who is, yeah. who is enjoying it. I tell you, I've actually, where were we? Um, Leicester. In Leicester, I went out. We had a really quiet Wednesday matinee. Um, and I did, do you remember that theatre? It was quite far. The audience were yeah, quite far away, yeah, so we yeah, couldn't yeah. really hear their reactions anyway. <clears throat> um, and I went out at the end with Maria, our company manager, to do a bucket collection. And I said to Maria on the way back, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed going out front of house because this audience really didn't, they really didn't get it. They, mm. didn't, they didn't like the show. Went out front of house and honestly, everyone that came out was saying, oh, I loved it. It was the best yeah. show I've ever seen in Leicester. I adored it. That was so much fun. And I was blown away yeah and i i felt a little bit bad that at the end of that show i wasn't get, I, like like i was saying i always give as much as i can but mm. there was part of me being completely honest it was like well there's no point really is there because they're not enjoying it so yeah but you know and i think the more you can remind yourself that you can't hear a smile mm. um the better Can't because be because smile. you you never know even if it's just one person who absolutely adores it and this is easier said than done it really is easier said than done of course um because especially for a show like this you thrive so much on the energy of yeah. the audience you know i mean especially for me they're like my i always say they're like my leading lady the audience so when they're when they're quiet it's like being on a date with someone that's just you're doing all the talking yeah. and they're not talking back. <laughs> yeah, That's what it feels yeah, like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's no, there's no, make no mistakes. It's not easy that when you have that, it's it's really, really not easy. But I guess it makes it so much more wonderful when they are good. Mm. You know, but like how do you feel in yourself in in the differences? Like, is it just a case of you really want to entertain the audience and you feel better when 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 they're loud and, you know, not, not as much when they're quiet, but then you remember they did enjoy it. What about your own self-worth? Because I tell you, there's a bit in the show in Rock of Ages and yeah. I'm, I'm just being completely vulnerable because that's what I want to do in the oh, yeah, of do this it, podcast. Oh yeah, do it, do it, do it. And just be on, I want this mm. 
to be a very honest podcast yeah. and not just like everything's great and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm brilliant at dealing with everything because yeah. I'm not. Um, there's a bit in the show where you're announcing me just before my dead or alive scene. Oh yeah, like where I'm singing Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive for those who are, haven't seen the what show. You're gonna say. Yeah. And yeah, so so Lucas is the, uh, the the narrator of the show. So you go to the audience, um, you say your bits, you're making them laugh, and then you go Stacy Jacks, which is me. Yeah. And the light comes up on me and I go, bam, and hit yeah. this pose. And sometimes yeah. the audience goes, wow. Yeah. Like maybe if there's a big like Strictly following in there yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it is deathly silent. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's, they don't know who I am or they're not that impressed by me or whether they're, or whether they're just not in that mood to scream and shout or whatever the thing is. And when I'm talking about it like this to you now in this dressing room, yeah. I get it that they just might not be in that energetic mood yeah, or yeah. they're a bit embarrassed. They don't want to be the first one to shout or like it could be any number of reasons. Yeah. But my head in that moment, if it is silent, goes, I hate this job. I hate myself. I'm a terrible performer. They do not want to see me doing wow. this job. They wow. want to see someone better than me doing this oh, job mate. and i now i've got a job on my hands to convince them that i'm worthy of being here wow yeah. all of that goes on but in that That's split second like, i believe i get it yeah. i get it but i'll just say to you sam faraday who played the part before you mm. um it was exactly the same thing yeah as in and not the way he felt but it was exactly the same reaction wise yeah. so sometimes he'd get a cheer sometimes not as much as you because obviously with strictly and everything they they are going to uh, you know, if they're strictly fans, in they know yeah, you. Yeah, they're going to strictly audiences, so, yeah. But Sam, it used to, it used to be the same for Sam. But that, I think, um, I think what you have to do with that is say is is really remind yourself, like you said, that so much of it depends. I know you know this, and you just yeah. said it, but it really is that. It really yeah. is that. It depends if you, it just takes one person to go, woo, but you need that one person to be yeah, brave enough to do it. Yeah, if yeah. that one person isn't in the audience that day, yeah. no one's going to do it. And it yeah. could be because they're like, oh, I, but, I, but I don't want to disturb other people or it could be so many different things. You find if it's a smaller audience, they're usually shyer because yeah. they feel like they're more on show. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think you just have to accept that you're going to have those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. That's something I've learned. That's something I've really learned. Don't try and stop yourself from thinking certain things mm. or feeling certain ways or they're going to happen. Just learn to deal with them and, 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 um, use, use that energy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And this is interesting actually, because I've just remembered you said to me, remember like on one of my first few weeks of doing, mm of doing this gig and it was my first proper yeah. sort of singing role in front of people and I was nervous about yeah. it and, and I was constantly asking everyone questions yeah. and I'm like how do I warm up lovely. like this and I feel yeah. like this and what do I do and am I, I going to be okay and I was like panic 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 it doesn't doesn't feel 100% like it felt yesterday and, yeah. and yeah. I remember you said to me you've just got to accept whatever your voice is on that yeah, day on that like day. it's not yeah. always you're not always going to be singing like Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like some days it's going to feel different. And yeah. you, rather than rather than have this sort of goal in your mind of this is how everything has to be, yeah. just accept what is on and, that day and go with that. And on that note, the li those little tiny differences that you feel, I'm talking specifically about voice, although not just with voice actually, but on mm. this occasion specifically about voice, that tiny little difference that you feel, that little extra rasp that little extra bit of air that's coming through that you can feel because you're so used to what 
you usually have is not recognised by anyone else. Right. It's, I mean, unless it's extreme, but that's really rare. But that that tiny little thing, no one else is going to notice. It's just the way you feel. So nine times out of ten, you sound exactly the same as, yeah. you, as you do every other time. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to accept. And it goes it, it goes for everything, really. It goes for... I... I um, going off on a little bit of a tangent That's now fine. but the before but it's the same sort of subject mm. um i had a big problem with auditions when i first came out of college okay um because i suddenly got when i was when i was in school there wasn't the pressure it was just it, my the jobs were for fun i've, I've worked since i was seven years old but mm. it was it, uh, while i was at school so mm. it was it was it, it wasn't to, to pay the bills or anything you know so when i came out of college it was suddenly like oh my god i actually have to get work now so the pressure was on and I got really, really nervous at auditions. Um, I went to all sorts of workshops for getting rid of nerves, mm. um, got uh, taught all these breathing exercises, all these things, this is going to work for you, yoga is going to work for you, um, go to the gym exercise before an audition, um, have a little drink before an audition, like a little sip of whiskey before an audition, it'll calm your nerves. <laughs> Honestly, I've tried everything. Um None of it worked because I would go into the room, the nerves would start and immediately I would go, oh no, I failed. I failed. I'm feeling nerves. Yeah. I'm feeling nerves. Yeah. So I stopped that and I learned to just accept that I had nerves crippling at this stage because I'd built them up so much, crippling nerves and anxiety and fear. I, would, I wouldn't even say nerves, fear, pure. It felt like I was ice cold from my head to, to my toes, fear that I couldn't do it, that I was that I was um, going to fail in the industry. Um, all the negativity, all the negativity. And I, rather than trying to get rid of that, I learned to accept that it was there and fake it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. Fake that I was confident in the audition mm. um, and sort of use that energy because that creates a lot of energy, that fear. Use that energy to, I will not show them that I'm feeling this inside. I'm going to look like I'm so confident right now. Mm. And that's how I started to, to build up my, my confidence. So now when I do get really, really terrified, which does happen um, in really random situations as well sometimes, and I just know that I can call upon that tool I have to hide it. Um, and now when I get it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's, I, mm. I know that, that the result of that, as much as before, before I go on, I'm like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. I know that sometimes those are my best performances because I'm so determined not to show anyone that that's what I'm feeling, that it actually can make the performance better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So I, think it, 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 I think it goes with that. That goes yeah. for the voice thing. Just accept what you have in that moment. Yeah. It is happening. You're not going to change it. And it might get better. But if it doesn't get better, that feeling, you know that you can handle it. Yeah. And you just, you build up that muscle, I guess. And yeah. I've waffled quite a lot. No, you no, get, this does is Does that gold. make sense? Yeah, yeah, this is, per this is brilliant. So that was, that I sort of taught that, my, taught that to myself because what I was trying before just wasn't working. Yeah. It really wasn't working. I fell apart in so many auditions. Um, I'm, I'm talking like embarrassingly fell apart right. in front of really important panels and was utterly devastated because it's my entire life. And I literally thought this is, I'm not going to be able to, 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 to do what I want to do in my life because I can't get past this fear I have of, of auditions. And I still get them even for this. Before I went in, Erin was outside, was a, a girl in our cast was, um, 
was outside waiting to go in and I talked to her about it quite a lot. Mm. Um, I said, do you remember how nervous I was? She was like, yeah, yeah, you were pacing back and forth. Like I have these incredibly horrific nerves um, before auditions and I've just learned that they ain't going away. Um, Just deal with it and use them um, and sort of get on top of them and use that energy to sort of catapult you into your performance. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm, this might sound a bit, um, <laughs> but um, one of the podcasts that I listen to is one called the happiness podcast. Okay. And they, there's a guy on there just talking about different things about like being, being happy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, sort of like how, how to be happier, I guess. And, and, um, and his sort of tagline at the end of, of everything. And, and it's always seems to be on this theme is, is basically about accepting and, and acceptance. And his, his, um, his line at the end is um, accept what is, love what is. Mm-hmm. And I'm more and more I'm trying to like, I don't think I'm particularly brilliant at it yet, but I'm becoming more aware of that whole theme of just stop having this mindset of it should be like this. Yeah. yeah. Because then you're always going to be unhappy. Yeah. Because oh, it should have been like this. I should do that. I should, and just be like, perfect. this is what it is. Yeah. Do my best within this. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of what you're saying, like yeah. for, for how your voice is feeling. Stop being like, I should sound like Whitney Houston right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're not Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, um, <laughs> just accept the voice that you have today Yeah. and go with that and do your best. And the same with nerves then. Don't, don't be like, don't beat yourself up. Like I shouldn't be nervous. Yeah. That's it's the like, worst thing. Yeah. Understand you're nervous Yeah. and then do your best within that. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it was the, it was, really that was, that was the, um, that was the turning point for me. Definitely. Definitely the turning point for me when I, yeah. when I, I, I stopped trying not to be nervous and just accepted that I, I was nervous. People say, do you suffer from nerves? Absolutely. Yes, I do. You still get nervous now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Even on say on this tour before a show sometimes. Or... Yeah. There's the occasional time when before the show, before the, the, um, the gauze goes up in this one where I'm like, Oh, I'm not nervous today. Yeah. But it's a big deal when I'm not nervous today. Yeah. On that day. It's it, nine <laughs> times out of 10. I am like, Oh God, here we go. And I've, oh, the amount of times in this show, I'm like, I don't know what's coming next. I don't know what's coming next. Ah, I don't know what's coming next. And it just comes out. Um, <laughs> go on, tell that story. I know I've heard uh, it, but like, it's brilliant. <laughs> when you're a little, uh, oh, tying it all up at the end of the show. Oh, and you... <laughs> so I have never, you see this, this goes to, <laughs> goes with what I was saying about, um, uh, about how nerves help because this was a day in Swansea I think we were yeah Swansea uh where I was feeling so confident I had the audience in the palm of my hand I was like easy 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 um I don't even need to try yeah I know exactly how to give you a little tickle here and you'll laugh give you a little tickle there and you'll laugh it's perfect (laughs) So I was running around being silly backstage. I know I remember that day running around hitting everyone with inflatables backstage. I was just being really crazy. Yeah. Went on stage for the last bit. Um, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, there's um at the end I sort of tie up all the loose ends, things that haven't that haven't been explained, and say he do, he goes off and does this, she goes off and does that. So I walked on. Oh God, even talking about it now makes me feel sick. <laughs> I walked on, did the first bit, and um, and then Kevin Kennedy uh, made a raspberry noise behind me, Brilliant. Uh, which apparently he always does, but for some reason his his mic was up, 
Right. And I went, I was in the middle of saying something and this <laughs> happened. And I went, what was that? And then just saying that, suddenly realised I had no idea where we were in the show. Yeah. I had no idea what I'd just been saying. Realised that I hadn't said anything for what felt like about five seconds. <laughs> looked at Zoe. Zoe looked at me with these big wide eyes like, I'm going to say something. And then the next thing I know, I'm saying to the audience, I don't know what my next line is. You said that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked at Luke. <laughs> then I looked at Luke, who plays Drew, and he went, I went, do you know? And he went, he went, and shook his head. And went, no. And then I looked back at Zoe and she went, Dennis Dupree, Dennis Dupree. But okay, for those of you who don't know, th- this this show, I have a little bit of a license to do this kind yeah, of thing. Like, yeah. if it was a, if I was doing Les Mis, I wouldn't have turned no. to the audience and said, <laughs> I don't know what my line is. Like I, I don't did. know what my line is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, so I do have a bit of a license to do it. But the fear that came over me because I was, uh, but oh, everything that was going through my head was, do I crack a joke? Do I uh, make it up? Do I, I mean, everything went through my head at once. I panicked. I went into full on panic mode. So I went from being completely relaxed and not nervous at all to that crippling ice cold fear that I was talking about. And it seemed to last for ages. And it was horrible. I think I can't even remember what, how it happened. Kevin came over to try and help me. Um, but he'd have been giggling as well. Well, I think he was a bit scared for me okay. because he, because yeah. he's, he, we've spoken about how, and I've never had it like that before. I've yeah. never had that crippling, um, crippling fear of I do not know what's going on. But that is my own fault, that one, because I was too relaxed. Yeah. See, that's the problem with not being nervous. Yeah. If I was nervous, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, even last night, the microphone dropped in a similar place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. And I just went, oh. And then, but immediately went, oh, that can't Snap happen back. again. That can't happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turned, I turned that part of my brain on immediately. Yeah. You can't be too relaxed. Yeah. That's why having nerves is good. Yeah. Um, you know, in a way, the more nerves, the better. You, because now that I know that I can deal with the nerves, the more nerves, the more I am damn sure I am not going to mess it up. Yeah. You know? So when people ask then, how, like, because people have asked me before and I never know what to say, like, how do you deal with nerves? I suppose it's just, you don't Except have to. There. Except they're there it. and learn to... Learn to live with nerves. That's yeah. how, that's, that's how to, to deal with it. I'll tell you what really helped me so much. Mm. Yoga, Bikram yoga. Serious? Yeah, absolutely. Really helps because it is torture. It's absolutely torture. Absolute torture. Yeah, I've never done but it. you just breathe through it. And so now it's a similar sort of, it's a similar sort of muscle, I guess. Um, I, it really helped me. It really, really helped me. When you're, when you're absolutely dying physically and mentally because it's, mm. more, it's so much about the mental determination and you just have to stay still and just breathe through your nose it's a similar sort of no matter how nervous you are you just don't let it show so it's it's practicing dealing yeah. with an uncomfortable situation absolutely yeah, which yeah. Is yoga. so you can practice it yeah that's good advice mm. find something that puts you in that uncomfortable situation and just keep doing it like in a different area to practice it well i guess like cardio is like doing a cardio workout it's not unsimilar to that when you feel like i'm um i want to stop i want to stop this is horrible this is torture and you just go no i've committed to doing 45 minutes i'm gonna do 45 minutes no matter how i feel it's that same sort of it feels similar to me anyway 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. But it's not cool. fun. Don't make no mistakes. Nah. It's not fun. That feeling of I can't do this um, is not fun. I'm about to start another job um, in. I'm flying out to South Africa on uh, Sunday to do a job, mm. and the fear has started. Right. I can't do it. I can't do it. Why? I've been cast by accident. Um, they, they've cast the wrong person. They're going to realise that imposter the syndrome. Person. It's just awful. Yeah, imposter syndrome. So the. Oh, so imposter syndrome is, is like when you're sort of exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. It's like you're second guessing yourself oh, yeah. saying like, it's this fear that like you're doing something and you're doing well at it. But at some point, everyone's going to figure you out yep. and go and they're going to realize I've just been conning them oh, this whole time. The, I can't do this. Oh, all the time. Oh, and those negative thoughts. Yeah. Are, are just, I mean, I, I had one recently, but around the same, it was actually after that, that moment, that, that moment on stage did plummet me into a little bit of a of a a wake up call, which was great, and I needed that to happen. Um, great for the ego because I was really, I was really, I was like so cocky that day. Mm. I really was. I was like, I've got this, you know, it's cool. Yeah. I needed a, a bit of a kick up the ass to say no. You 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 need to, you know, stay on your. Sh- really. Yeah. Um, this was actually really scary. Uh, the other day. Um. Uh, the other that during that time right after that thing happened um i it suddenly crossed my mind because people are really complimentary to me at the end of the show that like, i think lonnie's written really well um, yeah. it's written uh to be the funny one and the audience are on side with lonnie immediately no matter who's playing him like it's, it's written really well oh, well and you I, are also brilliant well, at thank it, you very much you're you extremely say, good at that's doing very it very lovely yeah. <laughs> but i went i i, I it's, it popped into my head that all those lovely things that people say it popped into my head that people just think I'm really sweet and that I'm trying really hard and they're being really saying those lovely things because they're just like, oh, bless him. Look at him trying so hard, thinking he's really good. Oh, I love him. Oh, we love you, Lucas. We love you, Lucas. That popped into my head. And once that popped into my head, my confidence went through the floor. That, yeah. was a, that was a hard moment. And I was like... I totally relate to that. I was like, oh, wow. I'm... Oh, I'm, I'm not... I'm, what am I doing? I've, I've, I've built up this confidence that I'm good at what I do, but I'm not. And that's what people like about me. They think I'm... They think I'm... Oh, bless him. He's he's really sweet. He thinks he's he thinks he's good. <laughs> Which I don't. Yeah. I do, but I don't. You know, like... I yeah, don't really, yeah, yeah, but it's I not like that. It's a, it's a well-crafted like, role and you put everything into it and but, you've... But it's like, you st- it's not about, people say, do you, like, I remember somebody asked me once, do you think you're talented? I'm like, years ago, that used to be an issue. Do I think I'm talented? I stopped worrying about whether I was talented or not and just decided that I really enjoy what I do. Mm. And that sounds really cheesy and made no, up, no. but it's actually true. Uh, I just stopped worrying about whether I was good or not. I enjoy being on stage and I have that Hackney Empire moment. And that is what I aim for. Forget whether I'm talented or not. I don't care. I just want to do it. But when that, that. when that <laughs> pops into your head, that negative seed, it just yeah. takes one thing that can really plummet you into a, into a, a downward spiral. Um, and again, I think you just have to accept that everyone has them and you have those challenges, those little mental hurdles that you have to overcome. Um, and it's kind of part of it, you know. And what's wonderful is just seeing your reaction going, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I and totally that's really helped that. with my confidence because even now I still believe that that's possible. 
Mm. So you you reacting like that, I'm like, oh, well, no, it's not possible because the way <laughs> Kevin's just reacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, your mind can really play tricks on you. Yeah. No, I totally relate to that. I get the same thing of like, say if I'm doing Strictly or whatever, or that there's this sort of thing around me that people think that, oh, he's just the sort of nice pasty kid from Grimsby doing his best and so that's you know, why, and that's why we get behind him because he's because we love an underdog in Britain yeah, and he's sort of a bit it. of an underdog doing yeah. his best he's not the leading star man guy isn't it funny that with that's you what... know six foot tall with eight abs like he's <laughs> you know and bronze he's just our little Kevin from Grimsby and that's why we get behind him because and and I'm sort of I'm fine with that and it's nice because people want to get behind me but then then I sort of play devil's advocate with it and go yeah. Well, why is everyone thinking like that? I am good at what I do. Yeah, yeah, Like, like I am a good dancer or, you know, like, I've I've done years of training and put everything into this. I'm not just a try-hard underdog. Yeah, but that's it, though. We all have those You start getting angry about it. It's mad. It is mad. But it's wicked to hear. Like, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is because, like, I find when I'm listening to people really mad successful people that you you would expect would be just full of confidence and they're born a genius and you know they're, they're just brilliant at everything when you hear them being vulnerable and talking about stuff like this stuff that mm. they go through or imposter syndromes or nerves or you know whatever i find it really helpful because i think wow they've gone through all the, those same doubts and and, and negative yeah. feelings and stuff and so that's why i think like it's so great to hear you saying this stuff because I see you go out like every night on stage and and really like I admire you so much like I, you go out on stage every night and hold the whole audience in the palm of your hand so and funny. hold the show together and you're really kind of like I would say like say if I hadn't spoken to you about any of this stuff I, I would say yeah Lucas he's just completely uninhibited free he goes out without a care in the world and is just this amazing actor, singer, so performer, like, and holds the whole audience wherever he goes in the palm of his hand. So to hear you say, I've experienced this, I've got nerves, oh, no, imposter syndrome, I struggle with auditions, I like all this oh, stuff. So I just think it's hear, so it's, helpful. It's so funny to hear. Well, I think, I think now we're lucky nowadays because we're in, we're back when we were growing up, I don't know we've had this conversation before. Well, mm. I think we've had this conversation mm. before. Back when we were growing up, um, stars, superstars were really untouchable. Yeah. They were, you, you saw what they wanted you to see. You saw the the, the poster image. Mm. You saw. You never saw the vulnerable side to them. No. Well, well, maybe you did sometimes, but it was a big deal when you did. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, trying to think of um, an example. There is one I want to say, but I don't want to say his name. Um, like... Prince or someone. Yes. Yeah. Let's go with Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. I know who I mean. you wanted to say. Uh, yeah. yeah. But let's not. But go um, anywhere or, or, near that. Or let's say Madonna. Back yeah. In those, right. So yeah. you compare Madonna to uh, how Madonna was when we were growing up. Mm. And um, I know she was. Well, she was probably like a, a bit before us. Like you mm. know, Mm-mm-mm-mm. really when she was at her height. But but you know she's anyway Madonna. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. She was. Uh, she's this. This. This this uh figure that's created this superhero yeah, this she wasn't this, real no it's like it like santa as real as santa claus yeah you know yeah um a star yeah star exactly yeah and now you compare that to lady gaga we've seen warts and all with lady gaga yeah yeah she started at the other lady gaga started at the other side yeah. she started with this big um 
she started with this. It's kind. Of, she was kind of commenting on the whole thing. Yeah. How ridiculous it was with this big character that she put on. But now we see who she really is. You never would have seen that before. No. Um. She lets. They let you get inside. So it's really. I think we're really lucky that we get to hear now. We've seen both sides of that. We've seen these big untouchable stars, and we've also seen the the, the vulnerable side of people nowadays with these podcasts and, yeah. and things. You'd and never get, that's... you'd never hear Prince on a podcast talking about his imposter syndrome. It, of course, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I think, I hope the next generation are a little less, um, have a, 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 a bit less of a, of a, of a tough time yeah. being vulnerable and yeah, accepting the fact yeah. that everyone is vulnerable because the people that they put on pedestals, are showing their vulnerable sides mm. more now. I think mm. that's wonderful. I think yeah, that's I really, do. really great because who, who, it's helpful. who really is, per- who really goes on stage and is completely confident the entire time? Mm. Like, no, that's not possible. Yeah. It's Everyone has be, challenges. It can't be possible. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, surely. Well, you see it. I mean, even, even it used to be seen as a failure. Look at Judy Garland when she was having her, you know, at the end of her life when she was yeah. drinking and that was seen as her failing mm. it was just her being human she she always had those nerves and she yeah i just yeah. think it's i just think it's it's a good thing that um when people can be can show their vulnerability as much as possible yeah yeah for sure um so yeah it's a nice nice thing to mm. to be able to talk about i think yeah um okay because we went off on a million different tangents as yeah, i knew my head that is we going would off on 12 which again. is brilliant um if we rewind a bit, yeah. So um, you've decided, yeah, yeah. Do what you want. Um, you've decided that this is what you want to do uh, when you're like seven. <laughs> oh God, we've gone <laughs> back to seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah. First of all, was it like you you just wanted to be a performer, or you wanted to be an actor? You wanted to do it all. You wanted to singing, dancing, like at that stage. What was your thought at that moment? At that stage, I just loved being on stage. Yeah. I didn't care how. Okay. I loved be- the the physical act of being on the stage and there being an audience there. Yeah. The buzz that I got from that yeah. was all I wanted. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. So at that, and then uh, about, I think, how long, maybe six months later, I was doing um, Peter Pan at the Hackney Empire okay. with uh, Brian Blessed. Brian oh, Blessed! I know, yeah, Brian Blessed. And <laughs> okay. I think, to- yeah, Toy Wilcox was Peter Pan. <laughs> so I was like, I was back in that building because yeah. I was living the dream. Yeah, um, And it. I remember, I remember... Um, Brian Blessed, there was this little moment backstage. I was sat in, in this chair and um, Brian Blessed came along and went, um, I'm sorry, young chap, that's my seat. You're in there. <laughs> and I stood up and I remember I remember he, him sitting down and, and, and just chatting to Brian Blessed, having like my first no talks. But yeah, it's just amazing. Like that, having those memories, like my earliest memories of theatre, sat chatting to... Brian Blessed of all people. Did he have any like pearls of wisdom, or was it just oh, like, did you watch it. the football? In, no, he was talking about <laughs> he was talking about Flash Gordon and and things. I remember talking about Flash Gordon. What else did he say? <laughs> oh, he used to do this thing on stage every night. Um, he used to do this thing where he used to tap my nose. Okay. Um, because I was playing Michael Darling, so I was his son. Yeah. He played Hook and also the dad. Right. So he used to um he used to tap my nose every night, and I swear. Maybe not when I was doing Judas, but every show I've done <laughs> since then, at some point in the show, I tap someone's nose. It's really weird. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, even in this one, I do it loads, do it to Luke all the time. Yeah. 
little interesting weird, weird yeah fact. just like anyway, picked up um yeah from from brian blessed at the age of seven is that what it is? <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah so then i did that and do have, so do you have any other like pre-match rituals like pre-show oh, do you have to go I've through tried. a certain routine or? i've i did i went through phases of, of of things it varies from show to show um but i have limited myself to just one on right this, okay which is a really silly one um but i, I try and get out of the habit of that early on in right. a contract because okay. it can re- it can really change your mood it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but um like i'll mm, no there are still some on this if i did if i went on stage and realized i didn't have my gloves on i would feel like oh my god i can't okay. do it yeah i'd be fine yeah but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah there yeah. are there are little there are little things little and i always try and break them now so i mm. should really have tried to do a show without the gloves mm. <laughs> mm. but uh do you yeah, yeah, loads. yeah. I have a whole pre-show really? routine that I have to go through. Okay, like I don't do it when anyone's looking. Not like when you're in the change room. Like you've already gone on for your first uh, scene, and I'm going through my whole situation. But like what things? Like silly things, or so like knocking the table and stuff. I, I <gasps> no, really <laughs> so, Kevy. So Kevy. <laughs> first of all, I do um, the. Um, like so, so I sort of stand up like I have to have my whole costume on and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I have to sort of be jumping up and down getting energised I have to oh, yeah, right. I have to jump up and touch my knees three times then oh, getting a bit weirder then I do um, you know the uh, serenity prayer the yes. um, Lord grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can the okay. wisdom to know the difference okay that's a good, that's that. a good, that's a good thing and then um, and then I like not like a, a prayer, but I like say something to whoever's on my mind at that time as like a great performer or, yeah. or in, in anything or like say it's say I'm thinking Robbie Williams or Hugh Jackman or yeah. The Rock or like whoever it is that's in my mind at that moment. I, I, I'm like, I'll say like, say it's The Rock. I'll go, right. And this is to The Rock. I want you to give me all of your energy and charisma right now and let me do my, no, I don't say let me do it. I say, and let me entertain them. <laughs> and, and then I, and then I bang the floor with both hands. I wow. bang the floor and stretch my arms out wide to make myself as big as possible. So it's like, pff, bang, like that with my arms out wide. Uh, can like I this. do this with you? And then I, and then, then I have to like pull, pull my arms down. Oh my God, it's both going on. It's and, going and, on. And go like, ah, bang, clap my hands, look myself in the mirror and go, may the force be with you. And then walk to the stage. <laughs> 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 it's, a such, it's a such a stage now where I cannot do oh, a performance no! or like before going on to do a dance on Strictly or whatever it is the thing I'm doing. I have to do that before going on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like I haven't pre- done, I haven't prepared That's for tonight. Epic. Yeah. Maybe I need to let it you go. You know it's absolute <laughs> rubbish, right? It really but is. I can't but take it's... the chance. No, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was, um, uh, I'm gonna clang now. Very big clanger. Yeah. But um, that it was Tim Minchin. I was having that conversation with. Okay. Um, about rituals, and it was him that said, "Stop that, mate. Stop that shit. Get out of that. Yeah, that's that's crap. No, it's it's rubbish. What are you doing? Rubbish. Like that. And I remember him like he the whole knock on wood thing. He can't bear it. He's like, it's rubbish. Just think about what you're saying. It is rubbish. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Yeah. And it sort of landed, and I went. I, mean, I don't, do I? It really is rubbish. Like, but maybe it just puts but, you like the thing itself it does, is rubbish, but it puts you in like a certain mental state. Well, that's what I said. State. That's what I said. It and, it does, and, it, and it doesn't. Okay, the day that you don't do it and it makes you really stressed and worried, 
mm. that's when you know that there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it helps, great. Yeah. And if you can do it, do great. Do. But if there's a day where you, where you, I don't know, you've fallen asleep and you've had a nap and they say, okay, this is your begin- uh, Kev, where are you? You need to be on stage. And you haven't been able to do it. You need to, like... Be able to just snap into gear anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you will. Yeah. Will, so... Yeah. But, um... But yeah, no, it was him that made me realise that, that that was a, a, a bit silly. And my brain's gone off on another tangent okay, now. Okay, great. Because yeah. I knew this would happen. Yeah. Just to do with, I want to ask you about building a character. Oh, yeah. Because, all right, let's start from the point of view that, like, from what I've seen of you and, like, roles that you, I haven't seen you do every role, yeah. but I've seen you in a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, I saw it, like, because you did Thoroughly Modern Millie with, with my sister. sister. Yeah. Yes. And uh, now doing this and seeing pictures of you do, doing yeah. like um, different things. Um, I don't know if this is generalizing, but you to me are like one of these guys who, um, you know, if there's just a, a sort of oddball role <laughs> or slightly weird yeah, or yeah, yeah. A, a bit manic or quirky, like whatever word that you want to throw out yeah. it, the type of character that if it was a big blockbuster movie, you'd be asking Johnny Depp or oh, you'd be get or, um, you know, uh, who else? Like, like a when well, I suppose when he was alive, like a Heath Ledger to play that Joker, or like Jared Leto, or, oh, or you know, so, <laughs> people like that that just have this sort of edge about them that you go, they could play That's cool. that guy, yeah. like, like to play the the Joker or someone like that. There's, a, it's, it's like it feels like there's a certain type of person mm. that would be eligible for for that role. Yeah, and you're one of those. Like, you're. I feel like you've got this. Thing in you that you can build a real sort of complex and um, strange um, character, and you just I said think, about I the think, gloves, I right? Think, yeah. So you said about the gloves, and yeah. I, I want. I read a book um, that was uh, uh, years ago. I read it. That was all about Sean Penn, mm. who I personally think is an amazing actor, and he. Um, it was basically an, a load of interviews with with Sean Penn, and it was just written out as like the interview. Yeah. And um, he was talking about how some people build a character completely from the inside and it's about feelings Mm. and, um, Mm. you know, they draw on stuff and all this internal stuff that then would inform external stuff, Mm -hmm. as in like his posture, how he walks or, but that sort of manifests from internal Mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But he says what he does first, whenever he's building a character, the Mm. first thing he decides on is what does this character look like? Mm-hmm. What does this character wear? Mm-hmm. What does this, all the external stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that inform once, once he's sort of put that like mask on of that character, yep. that informs a lot of the feelings that start to come out. So he works from the outside in. Okay. And just because you mentioned the gloves, that's what sparked, I'm not yeah. saying this is what you do, but it sparked that um, tangent in my head. How do you <laughs> go about it? What's your process? Well, just <laughs> in the interest of being... Um, awkward yeah it's both okay yeah yeah I'm <laughs> but sure. it's 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 it can be both and it can be one way it can be that i don't i don't really i don't have a set uh i don't have a set routine for finding a character really mm-hmm. uh, i it it does vary uh something i love doing is just walking down the road walking down the street and feeling and just becoming person so okay. that i guess that's from the inside out yeah but yeah, then yeah. as soon as i but but then having the gloves would help that like it's it's amazing how you how you sort of become married to a character after yeah. a while like um i find that my laugh um my laugh 
my actual laugh to, turns into whatever character I'm playing's laugh. Which was <laughs> okay. a little bit worrying on when I was playing Mrs. Mears. Because <laughs> I actually, I did start laughing. Like as Mrs. in your Mears. character has this laugh and yeah. then you as Lucas I start to, to laugh, laugh like, like that. that. Um, <laughs> I really do. Oh, it's really weird. So I kind of sort of um, meld, I guess, with, mm. with whatever character I'm playing at the time. Mm. Um I totally, I have, I totally get how some people need to have um, certain processes to get to the character, um, and I think, I think whatever works, whatever works for you, really, I really mm. do. I think, uh, with regards to the weird and strange thing, um, I think it's actually easier in a way because you have license to do anything as long as you do it with confidence. Mm. So. I think, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's probably not a very good answer. No, it is a good answer. Like, I don't really, I don't, I don't have a particular process. I yeah. just sort of start feeling like the character. Yeah. And, and uh, I do remember when I was doing MC in Cabaret, I do remember scaring some people on the tube because I was sat opposite me <laughs> and I found myself doing the face. Like the, the the sinister, evil, <laughs> smiley face. And then someone would look up from their book and I'd catch their eye and go, oh, oh, sorry. Because <laughs> like, I'd be staring at them like, uh, you know, an evil clown. So you just start um, to live it a little I bit as, as you it. before it. Yeah, yeah. I just start to live it. Um, and that's really, yeah, that's really the truth. I just start to live it. Um, but, you- I, but then I, it does vary. With Mrs. Mears, I did very, I, I got told I had the audition in, in like, tomorrow um so i had to just go okay i need to uh put on this character immediately and yeah. i work from the outside in and just did yeah. this big silly laugh and this big silly character and... mm. yeah oh. hello hello i didn't realize anyone was in sorry <laughs> it's all right hello dandy this hello. is this is this is dandy who's come to um give us our uh, our costumes, costumes. and sort oh, of stuff out away, actually. <laughs> no, <take> things away actually i'll take things away bye bye darling um do you do you think of like a backstory for the character and all of that or mm, not really? No. You just live it. No. As it is I here. totally get why people do. Mm. Um I guess I guess if I was doing something Yeah, actually do you know what? For Tony it depends on the show. The last couple of shows I've done have been very um uh silly. Right. Um uh, I well, I guess American Idiot was a bit deeper, but that was also quite abstract. So because I wasn't a real person, I was a a, a figment of someone's like a bit of a Fight Club thing okay. going on. So right. um, it was more, uh, yeah, it was it was more nuanced. I think, um, yeah, uh, I think I, when I did Tony Monero, I I had a bit more of a of a background of uh, in my head of where he'd come from, what his life had been like. Um, yeah. and it was also so far removed from me that character. Hmm. How I got that part, I have absolutely no well, idea. I suppose it's testament to you as an <laughs> actor. Oh, like. bless you! But um, it was I. Yeah, that was a scary one. So for that one, I kind of felt like I owed it to that. That sounds so wanky. Owed it to the piece, but I did. You know, it's it's very much about a particular person from a particular time in a particular place mm. very important to know the the italian background and the okay you know all of that yeah so so when necessary yes i would do a bit of research into the into the the background but for something like rock of ages or um thoroughly modern millie or you know no 
not really yeah. not really it's more about feeling for me mm. um more about the feeling like mc it, it was more about the the tension at that time in berlin mm. and i think M- mc needs to embody that tension and that um strangeness for want of a better word mm. that um that energy mm. uh, so it's more about that Mm. If that makes sense, does yeah, that make yeah, sense? it does totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if I was doing a movie uh, and I was playing a real, it was it was true to life, a real person. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I would absolutely um, know where that person yeah. grew up, where you know what where they went to school, what kind of friends they had. Yeah. I wouldn't go so far as to know exactly who my friends were, and uh, yeah. But I think it's <laughs> yeah. important. It would be important in a situation like that. It depends what show. Yeah. For Panto. I'm not going to, you know, do yeah, the character yeah, backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends. It depends on the genre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. okay. Yeah. yeah do you know about Stacey Jacks? Do you know who he is, where he's come from? Oh, Have you mate, done all that? Mate, I, I, I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> I was doing my, uh, my, when I was rehearsing in um, January, like, just because I didn't know all you guys yet, and I was rehearsing to play Stacey Jacks. Did Jacks. you think that we all had, like, Oh, yeah, because really? it's the first, like, I've course, basically yeah, just yeah. done dancing, remember, and, and I've always been interested in singing and acting, but this is my first proper acting job and yeah. singing job. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be amongst actors. But, you, you know, know you're, but you're not wrong to do that anyway, because there will be directors that will do that. Mm. There will be directors that will do that. There yeah. will, um... Uh, I've been in, in auditions where the direct, uh, not auditions, in rehearsals, where the, it, for Fame. I remember Karen Bruce um, in Fame. You know Karen, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. She walked, she she came in one day. Uh, we'd been rehearsing with the with the associate um, and then Karen popped in and um, went, all right, everyone, stop, stop. She just walked around the room and she went, who are you? To the ensemble as well. Like, who, right. who are you? Where are you from? Okay, where did you grow up? Do you have any brothers and sisters? Like, there are, there are yeah, directors yeah, who yeah. will do that. Great. Um, so, so, so you're not wrong to to have that, but I would fall flat on my ass if I had that. I'd, be like, <laughs> I'd go, I love you, Karen. Sorry, bye. I was rehearsing for it with, in, in January with um with Vicky, who's our what's the title? Resident director. Uh, so she is so, associate associate director. director. Yeah, and um, Barney, the MD, um, um, musical supervisor. Yeah, musical. and MD actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um and Ryan. Sort of resident director and uh, dance uh, captain. Dance captain. Yeah. Oh, um, resident choreographer. Resident choreographer. I don't know. Anyway, well, they um, they teach us how to do the show. Yeah. And um, I didn't hadn't met any of the cast yet, but I was just going going through all of my bits and you know whatever. And 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 I asked him. I asked Vicky at one point. I said, D- in that scene on the balcony, when he when he I have two lines in every rose has its thorn. The song. Is Stacey Jacks wearing his hat or not? And she went, uh, I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's up to you. What, like, is why is it like, <laughs> and, uh, and I went, well, I was thinking about it. I was thinking <laughs> when he comes on, you know, into the bar, when you first sort of properly meet him, he's wearing his hat. And I feel like at that stage in the play, he's full of swaggering confidence and he thinks he's the man. He thinks yeah. he owns the world. <laughs> Whereas in, in every rose, He's sort of down on his luck and he's, start, he's starting to understand that he's got it wrong mm-hmm. and he's messed it up a bit and he's mm-hmm. left the band and he shouldn't have done and, and all of this stuff. And I was like, so I feel like 
he shouldn't be wearing his hat because for some reason I feel like his hat is like his power. He's like Samson with his hair. Yeah. Like but his hat is his power. She, I looked know at me, <laughs> she looked at me and went, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not Shakespeare that we're trying to put on it. I don't, I don't want you to overthink but, it. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I know, I know that's, that sounds funny, but, and, but, but honestly, that's the right, you've got the right, the right attitude to have in okay. my opinion. Because, okay, but the, but the thing is with Rock of Ages, if that's how he, if that's how Stacey feels on that day, that's what he does. If you, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way every day. No, that's the thing. So if tomorrow you don't feel like he's, a, then you don't have to do that. That's the difference. But that's the right energy to come at something with. I okay. think. Yeah. Um, I do it too. I do it too in the show. In this show, like, yeah. but it's just not as important. Yeah. But it's you fun. can overthink things. <laughs> you can, but but detail. But it's those little details that do event do pay off sometimes. Mm. You know, it's those little. Those little, yeah, it's those little quirks, those little details. I think that that will yeah. make that that will make a good performance. I mean, I know it doesn't matter so much on this one, but in other shows it will. It absolutely yeah. will. Yeah. So that's good. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, totally ridiculous. It's more her reaction. It's not Brecht. But so, but so then now you're at a point like like you're you're um, a brilliant actor can seemingly play any role. By Your the beat. way, for anyone who's listening. When Beetlejuice comes to London, if this guy is not playing Beetlejuice, I am not going to see it because there is no one more perfect in the world to play Beetlejuice oh, than Lucas you. Rush. I love so, you. I haven't stopped talking. I haven't shut up about it. I've, yeah. I've never... Thank Whoever you. is going to so be casting sweet. that, he's sat right here and he already knows how to do it. Okay. <laughs> I've been practising the voice. I'm doing my audition now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Now, obviously, you feel like that there's the yeah. roles, and you, you you're saying that you said that it'll just go on, on feeling. You know, you can sort of feel your way into a role and stuff. How much do you think training has played into that, or was do you think you've always sort of been able to do that? Because you went to Italia Conti, right? I did. Yeah. So, so um, you know that that would be considered. I've never been to a stage school like that, especially like a big one like that. How much do you think those tools, or do you think that you can just do it. Like, what's your thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah. So my um, the good thing about Italia Conti was that you were um, I think it's one of the only ones where you're allowed to go off and work, and it's considered part of the course. I'm sure there are others now, actually, but back mm. then that was that was unheard of. If you did a course in musical theatre or drama or whatever, you had to do the full course. You couldn't get a job and leave. Mm. Um, if you did, you wouldn't graduate, and that was that. Mm. Uh, it was really frowned upon. Conti's you were allowed to. They had an agency attached to the school. And it was considered part of the, the course to go and work. That's cool. Um, which is amazing. That's because I, because cool, I've been working from a young age, I already had a CV, which is I'm so grateful for. Mm. And quite a good one too. I'd done um, RSC when I was in, when I was a young teenager. I'd done a, a film, um, done some we were our class was in were extras in the Harry Potter films, so that mm. looks good on the C V when you're yeah. you know. Um Lemmys, I did Lemmys as a kid, um, and lo- like a, quite a varied CV. Um, so when I went into the students, where it was considered part of the course to to go and um, sorry, the students is like the the uh, yeah the, the 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 college part of it. Right, we, we were called the juniors, which was the first um, from uh, eleven to sixteen, and then the students, which is like um, sixteen to nineteen. Okay, or however old you know mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. the the diploma course. Yeah. Um, so I went off and actually. Uh, wasn't at college a hell of a lot. Um, I was off working, so I I got to really experience the industry 
as an adult mm. um, while I was at college. I mean, I, of course, did get some training at, at, at Conti's too, and we, you know, the, but it was more about the productions we were doing at college. So I just felt like I was working. I, I worked a lot. My, my training came from working, and there's mm. no better training yeah. than, than, than actually being on the job. They're just putting yourself in. Yeah. Uh, you, you, it, yeah. I mean, you know, there were some. Oh, I don't want to be negative about um, no. about anyone at all, and but you know, there you do find, of course, in some of these, in some schools, um, there are teachers who've been teaching there for a very, very long time, and you learn basic skills from them, which are great, you know, techniques mm. and and the tools you can use in the in the future. But some of them haven't worked in a very long time, so they don't know how the industry has evolved and how mm. things have changed and. Um, so it was it was interesting for me to go off and and work, and then come back and do a class, and then be teaching things, and I'd be like, right, how yeah things are done now, but that's okay, yeah. You know, so um, uh, maybe I was a bit cocky as well. I probably had some arguments with some teachers and <laughs> uh, That's not that's not how it happens, actually, sir. <laughs> I do remember that. Wow, what a little knobhead I was. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, there's no better experience than, than actually experiencing it. So yeah. My advice for anyone who wants to go into performing is, is, is just get on stage somehow, be it yeah. Amdram or. Yeah. Even if it's something small, like yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just absolutely do it. Get, and like going back to what I was saying before, get used to that, to those nerves. Don't worry if you have the nerves as part mm. of it. Um, the more nerves, the better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but of course training is important. Of course training is important, but it was just a bit different for me because I had been doing it from such a young age that it was, um, so many of the fundamentals were built in, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Down that subject. Yeah. But like oh, some, cool. some, yeah, yeah I know, I'm, you know, some of the, some of the, the things that you were talking about, about like voice and stuff. And, yeah. you know, when you were saying you were nervous about, yeah. um, when you first started about how do I get my voice to sound like that? Mm. Those kind of things are kind of, I don't even think about anymore because I've been yeah. doing it for so long. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you feel like you've been lucky because you've just thrown yourself in and and yeah. uh, you've been working and, and yeah. got experience out of that, that now you feel like you, you come to a character sort of knowing what to do because well, it just sort of it's not it's it's not always the same that's the thing though it's not always the same it's mm. it's it's not always the same it's not always the same and i'm sure i'll i'll come to one where i'm like i don't know how to find i don't know what to do and i'll have to go back to but the thing is like at, at college you did and we did like some stuff where i was like what is this bollocks right. like animal studies and stuff like uh, listen, some people love it. Some yeah. people love it, and it's great, and and yeah. it works for some people, and that's wonderful. Yeah. Um. But like, but we had to go to the zoo, and like, choose like. We were doing a play, and we had to go to the zoo and choose a choose an animal that was most like our character, and and write about how we use that animal to find our cat. I mean, what? <laughs> no, no. Like, listen. If it works for you, yeah. you do whatever you got to do to get. But I don't get it. You know, if I'm doing like, okay, if I, it's different. For, like, say for example, Lonnie. 
if I had to say what animal is he most like, I'd love to do that. That's a lovely, lovely I would say a meerkat. That's immediately what I go for. A meerkat. Um, that's a lovely thing to do. That's fine. It's not going to, I don't start with the meerkat and then turn the meerkat into Lonnie. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, then, yeah. And, But some people do. And if they do, then... Actually, my head's going, that's actually not a bad idea yeah. for Lonnie. <laughs> I'm going to go through this tonight. <laughs> but, you This know, is like another little thought process to... That's, but that's not my go-to. To think about. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't work that way myself. But some people do, and that's great. Mm. Basically, however the hell you need to get there. Yeah. Get there That's that the thing, isn't but it? Just, don't, but what just I don't do like, it. and this is what I, this is where I had problems with teachers at yep. college sometimes. Gone. Um, was when they would tell me that that is the way it had to be. Yes. That's what used to annoy me. Mm. So it's that that I have a problem with. Yeah. No, that is not the way I do it. Um, because yeah. I'm me and you're you. Like, there's no, let's explore different ways of finding characters, isn't it? You know, so that that used to wind me up. A dance teacher of mine, Peter Maxwell, who was a really really good teacher, um, once said to me um, when I was asking all these questions about, so the the technique of this and is it, am I supposed to be doing it like from this muscle through through to that muscle, which then develops into my arm going out to the side there? Like, you know, how do I connect that and and my rib cage to the movement of my hip? And and I was getting so like obsessed with it all. And, and And he went, you're like one of these people who play golf and he went people who play golf get so obsessed with the swing like yeah. the the grip of how they hold the club yeah like yeah. which finger goes where and the the swing what the angle that they lift their body and is it from the hips or from yeah. the which part which muscle of their body and then do they use them what, yeah. what's the momentum at the time when they strike the ball and how much follow through and where's their focus and yeah. do they, that yeah. they forget to just hit the ball yeah yeah, yeah. it's like sometimes it's like just hit the ball towards yeah. the hole yeah and it's kind of the same thing yeah. it's like sometimes we can get too bogged down in it has to be yeah, like this and, and this technique like just go out and, and perform is, well then this is where i come back to that's why i like to lead from the feelings page because yeah. at the end of the day that's what i love about this this art is that when i go and see a show talking about what is it i love about theater earlier I love feeling things. I love going, when I see a film, when I see a show, I don't care if it's that I'm frustrated. I don't care if it's, if it's that I'm angry. I don't care if I'm crying. Yeah. I don't care if I'm joyously happy. I want to feel a strong emotion. Yes. And when, when that box is ticked, then I have been fulfilled. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter how you got there. No. And that, that's why I think with the, with the character, if you, yeah, if you, if you, if you concentrate too much on the details of, of, where you're looking and how you're... You know, Whether he's got his hat on or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a balance, isn't it? It's yeah. a balance. Because I do think those things matter a little bit. But it's also, at the fundamentally, it's about the feeling. Yes. And it's about how you feel. And if you're really feeling it, it's going to come across. I love it. That's, I think that's a great place to... To stop. To stop. Yeah. Ah, I, I, I love it. I chat. love it. I couldn't agree more. That Sorry was brilliant. I rambled a lot. No, mate, thank you very much. Ah, Kevin. Um, bef- <laughs> before we finish, um, if, where can we follow you? If anyone wants to follow you on social media. Oh, follow me. I am on, I'm uh, at Lucas Rush. At Lucas Rush. L-U-C-A-S-I-U-S-H. Uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, I am at Lukey Rush because Lucas Rush was already taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's L-U-K-I-E-R-U-S-H. Yeah. 
And yes, also, one last question. Apart from Beetlejuice, because everyone in the world wants to see him play Beetlejuice. Yeah. Apart from that, are there any other particular goals or ambitions, or is it still just you just want to perform? I love being on stage. I want to perform, but I also I really want to create a character from scratch, mm. a, a, like a real original character with a in a big budget musical, um, where you know where I can say I want that hair and I want that costume and it's not an issue you know yeah. that's what I really want to do I love, amazing I love creating a character from scratch yeah yeah, yeah. big time building it from the bottom up perfect yeah thank you mate alright buddy cheers bye Kevin Benji bye <laughs>